Welcome to Expected Points, a quick look at stats, trends, and trivia in the world of tennis. My name is Jeff Sackman from TennisAbstract.com, and it is Thursday, March 11th. Each day, I select three numbers to highlight the latest news in the sport, and today, those numbers are 3, 24, and 53. The first number is 3, the number of wildcards who have reached WTA quarterfinals this week in Dubai and Guadalajara. In the Gulf, Anastasia Potapova and Coco Gauff have each won three matches despite not quite having the necessary ranking to get into the draw the old-fashioned way. In Mexico, Jeannie Bouchard recovered from transcontinental jet lag just in time to beat Caroline Dolhide and Kaya Yuvan. I'm not a fan of wildcards in general, since they take away a main draw slot from a more deserving player, but these three women have done their tournament directors proud. Each has a good chance of going even further, too, as none faces a seed in today's round of eight. Ironically, this week of WTA wildcard success has coincided with some dire choices made by men's events. Marseille gave a free entry to 970th ranked Petro Tsitsipas, who won only 20 of 70 points against Alejandro Davidovich Fokina in the first round. An even worse choice was the Uzbek player Vaya Uzakov, who was wildcarded into the St. Petersburg Challenger. Uzakov hasn't played a tournament at this level in nearly seven years, and it showed, losing to another wildcard in only 32 minutes. Our second number is 24, the number of tour-level events in which Dominic Team has been the top seed. Doha is the first time the Austrian has been the name at the top of the draw in more than a year, and it's almost impossible for a number one seed to fly further under the radar. The big story in the Gulf is the return of Roger Federer, whose every move is more newsworthy than a career highlight from Team. This week's nominal favorite doesn't have the greatest record in the top spot either. In his previous 23 outings as the number one seed, Team has won seven events, losing the other 16 in the semifinals or earlier, including woeful performances against the likes of Laz Logera, Martin Klijan, and Ramkumar Ramanathan. His week in Doha got off to a rocky start as well. He drew Australian Open surprise Aslan Karatsev and needed three sets to advance. His quarterfinal opponent, Roberto Batista Agu, could be equally tricky. The Spaniard has won three of their four previous meetings, and while those wins all came in 2015, when Team was the lower-ranked player, Bautista Agu isn't going to fear the guy with the number one next to his name. When that player is Team, it seems that no one does. Today's third and final number is 53, the number of minutes Jessica Pegula required to defeat Karolina Pliskova for the second week in a row. This should sound familiar. Last week in Dubai, the American completed the same upset in 60 minutes. A week later in Doha, Pegula allowed the second seed only two games, handing Pliskova the second quickest loss of her career. For the 27-year-old American, it was just another day at the office. In her previous two rounds against Yaroslava Shvedova and Kristina Mladenovic, she gave up only three games apiece. Her ranking improved to a new career high of 36 this week, while her tennis abstract ELO cracked the top 20. Regardless of what happens today in her quarterfinal match against Elisa Mertens, she'll gain another few spots next Monday. Pegula is the least well-known of the five Americans in the ELO Top 20, but every week she is forcing more fans to take notice. That's it for today's episode of Expected Points. For longer-form tennis talk, check out the Tennis Abstract podcast, which released episode 98 yesterday and has another coming tomorrow. Please let me know what you think about the show on Twitter, at Tennis Abstract, and help others find the show by leaving a review on iTunes. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, and you can always find the latest episode at TennisAbstract.com. Thanks for listening.